Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Jock Talk Podcast with Ty and Cricket. Yes. Uh, Cricket, please give us the rundown on what we're getting into. I can't wait. Rundown and sneak peeks. Today's current events are first. Tyler and I will look in the news for fitness, health, nutrition, and share what we thought was interesting and bring it up to one another and discuss it. And surely you will know that mine will be more interesting than whatever nerd bomb you will be dropping on us. Well, that's insulting. First of all, (laughs) second of all, what are you doing with your hands? I use my hands when I speak, and they Eventually, can't see that. We're gonna come up with a. We're gonna have a video version of our podcast, so y'all can see all the ridiculous shit that Cricket <laughs> does as she's sitting here. <laughs> as she snaps her fingers, it makes me sick. When I say funny things, I like to snap my fingers at myself. Ugh. And then after we share current events, we have either an interview or Q and A. Today. We have an interview with a very, with, very special guest. Oh, my God. Tyler Ooh. Wilfredo Thomas, I get to interview you and ask you questions I've always wanted to know or that I already know but would love for others I, to know more about you. I mean, I didn't agree to this. Well, but, um, it kind of needs to happen. All right. Well, after your interview, we're going to oh. finish with, you and I have a favorite thing that we love to do, myth busting. And today's myth... I did agree to that. Yes. We have all said it as women. We have all asked it, and we probably will keep asking it even when we know the science and hear the answer. But you will want to hear it busted. All right. So first, I can't wait to hear your current event today, Tyler. Oh, my God. Give me a second to pull up a pillow so I can fall asleep <laughs> to this ridiculous... <laughs> Nerd crap you you're going to tell are me. are so disrespectful. <laughs> and I'm going first this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my current event is a study was recently released. Always. Always. <laughs> now I'm not my even. current event I can't even do. You're such a, you're a dick. Okay. Now a I study. feel uncomfortable. I support my current you. Event. Let's go. No, you don't. All right. My current event. A study was recently released on training to muscular failure. Uh, This study found, like much of the previous evidence, that going to total failure is not only unnecessary, but it's also usually detrimental to uh, muscle and strength gains. What do you mean total failure? So total muscular failure means that that particular muscle cannot do a single rep more. A single more rep, another rep. Man, the study showed in three words, have you puzzled? Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, sometimes I don't sound, sound like I have stupid right two now. degrees. I sound like an idiot sometimes, but, you know, just to keep me humble. So uh-huh. going to total muscular failure is usually detrimental. What you want to do is go to one or two reps shy of muscular failure. So what that looks like is usually when the reps begin slowing down to a significant degree, you're getting close to muscular failure. When you put all your strength in it into the rep and you're still moving very slowly, you're close to failure. And at that point, you're good to stop the set. You'll see the same amount of muscle growth and the same amount of strength gain doing that as if you went to total failure. However, if you go to total failure, what ends up being stressed more is the nervous system and the nervous system doesn't recover quite as quickly as your muscles do so you end up uh, damaging the results you would have otherwise seen 
Now, do y'all see what I listen to most of the time? Most of the time in our office, at the gym that we work together, <laughs> when I want to talk about stuff and life or emotions and how well, things are going I'm emotional. in life, you talk about the nervous system and hypertrophy. And what else? Give me another word. All of that research, study, all the words that you just said. Okay. Okay, my follow-up question to the information that you just gave us. Yes. So if I'm not going to failure, I'm training. My goal is I want to look as lean as possible, and then you tell me, okay, you need to gain strength. While I'm training with however many sets or rounds that my coach has given me, you're saying it is not necessary for best results and not even not necessary. This study is saying um, counterintuitive. Counterintuitive. Yes. Good word. Look Thank at you. you. Look, here's a pat on the back. You yep. Get it. Perfect. Counterintuitive to my goals to go to failure in my sets or rounds of reps. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. What's yours? Mine's way more interesting. You are just. It just is, Tyler. You're uh, not fun to be around. <laughs> the PTDC.com. You're the one that told me about this. What does it mean? The Personal Trainer Development Center run by John Goodman. John Goodman. Not I the actor. <laughs> Not the actor. What if he wrote this? Would, that would be hilarious if if John Goodman ran the personal trainer development center on the side. This is a good article. I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but it was about the fitness industry becoming increasingly elitist and the advent of social media has made it worse. Um, they go on to say Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram have all developed into a source of mental masturbation for fitness pros. Mm-hmm. I love um, mental masturbation means what, Ty? Uh, stroking your own ego, we'll yes. say. Yes. People don't share an accurate representation of their entire lives online. They selectively self Represent. We want to show others that we're intelligent, attractive, intellectual, funny, and interesting, and sharing pictures of sweaty bodies with sloppily photoshopped motivational phrases is a way of boasting, not motivating. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I am very curious to know your thoughts on that because you and I both on our social media follow a lot of either fitness models or mm-hmm. athletes and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay, okay. Did you know that people who rank lower on a scale of emotional stability share more often on Facebook than others? Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> and uh, you said it, not me. So It's in the article. It says it. I, I, um, I don't know what I think about that. I don't get on Facebook. Notice how I don't share at all. You don't see that? And you're so emotionally healthy. <laughs> yeah. Did you totally know that am. people who rank lower on a scale of emotional totally stability am. share more often on Facebook? Um, it's a form of therapy. There's great links in this article, and if you want to know more about it, I'm happy to share it on any of our social media. <laughs> Ironically. Yeah. Okay, so what they're trying to say, and they sum up here, have you ever tried something brand new, something you've always wanted to do but never had the chance, or worse yet, something you tried, failed, quit, and now you want to try again. What this article said, which I found very interesting, is that the fitness industry is becoming less and less likable because of the tie to social media and how the industry is represented specifically on social media. So it's not as um, approachable, likable people, because there's so many boutiques and gyms, it's just so much out there 
Mm-hmm. I was like, well, surely everybody is finding their thing, finding their tribe or finding their gym. Not the case at all. Yeah. Uh, I think the fitness industry has ironically again become less accessible over time Hmm. because it just seems so daunting now there's so much information unless you're the type of person who just enjoys an abundance of information and you like going through all these different articles and assertions made by all these different trainers coaches fitness models youtubers instagrammers people with educations who can be just as bad a lot of the time yeah uh yeah it's it's just too much it's it's too much and it's tough for people and i think it adds to the intimidation of starting a regular gym routine or going to the gym regularly however you want to put it we're becoming a ross we're becoming a <laughs> ross yeah a marshalls <laughs> the fitness industry and why do you think it's besides so much information why specifically social media is having the impact that it is on general public. I think because it it speaks to that lizard part of our brain that mm-hmm. wants to win and be the best and look good and you want people to admire you, to like you, to find you interesting. And we all want that, whether we care to admit it or not. And social media is all those things times uh, a million, if you will, uh, it just draws that out of us. I think some of the worst parts of ourselves get drawn out by social media. I completely hate that. And I'm guilty of it with past conversations that you and I have had where I think before realization and before reali- uh, accepting how toxic social media can be for me, specifically, this is my journey and my opinion. But <laughs> yes, I've posted many pictures after working out in the morning looking lean sweaty and using a motivational quote underneath that picture of me looking my best with a great pose and now i am more um real for myself to go no i want to get more followers more likes more this and that Mm -hmm. but yeah completely guilty of it yeah I i think we all are to some degree but i think it's about context and if it's any concern of yours giving the people who watch you or follow you some proper context. So Mm. people knowing that you look way leaner in the morning and usually by the end of the day, your abs aren't that defined. Yes. Is I think helpful to really, I think it would be to certain people to know that like we, these people on these, these popular Instagram pages, they don't look like that all the time. I just sent out an email to all of my clients about how Instagram models make their pictures look better, even from the older, older, over-the-shoulder pose with the <laughs> legs split. You know what You're I mean? stupid today. And hy- okay, all right, don't, let's not be disrespectful. <laughs> with the hyper-extended lumbar spine yes, and the legs split. To make your ass look bigger, and you've got a flat ass. I but read it, that email. It look yeah, it looks great in this picture, but it's not reality. Uh, the lighting, uh, all the things people filters. do to filters, uh, yeah, time of day, all those things. It is our highlight reel. 
it's a highlight reel. So I think if people just understand that it's a highlight reel and can kind of start to divorce themselves from the idea that this is more than a highlight reel, then you're okay or it's it's okay. But the challenge is getting away from that way of thinking. Do you have like a specific rules that you set for yourself with social media? You know, or I don't... boundaries? No. I just don't like using it, period. <laughs> it's an issue. <laughs> yeah, it's been an issue. You don't like using it, period. You don't even, you don't go and scroll. Like, I know you don't post very often, <laughs> but you don't go and scroll through things. Rarely. Sometimes I'll be looking for something in particular, like a new barber, mm-hmm. and I will end up just scrolling through pictures for a while because Instagram is so well built to get your time out of you to mm. keep you scrolling through uh, content. They're trying to keep you on that app for as long as possible. And it's very good. It's very well made for its purpose. So yeah, every so often I'll end up getting sucked into an Instagram hole, I'll call it. But I try to stay off of it and away from it as much as possible. Because again, I think it, it has, I just feel worse after I get off Instagram, I yeah. do. And that's just me being honest. I talk a lot of shit about looking good and all this kind of stuff. But I'm human too, guys. <laughs> I'm a human, damn it. I have feelings. I get down. Oh, God. I get down. You do. You do. You know. Yeah, I do. You've been there. I had a friend that told me, I think six months ago, I didn't realize that you didn't, you could choose who to follow if you didn't want to follow them. You didn't have to. You could just, um, I, w- I thought it was so personal to choose to follow somebody. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like following this person anymore. I don't want to watch you flip off the camera and post something that's rock and roll. So I'll unfollow. And it could just be one post that somebody makes that I'm like, eh, I don't think that uh, this is good for my mind. We're done here. I'm out. I like having a very, um, I have 10 minutes in the morning. And then I can't do social media by a certain time in the evening. I have mm. to keep myself on rules. I think that's a good idea for people who want to engage with it, but maybe find themselves, like you said, not having the best relationship with it. And I think there are probably people out there who have no issue mm-hmm. with social media, period. And God bless them and do your thing and have fun. But yeah. Gosh, that's amazing. All right. You ready for what's next? Because I am. Uh. We get to interview you. Oh, no. I have many questions. Are you ready? I'm going to fire them at you. Tyler, where are you from? Podolta, Texas. Where is that? I found that disrespectful. (laughs) I don't know where Port Arthur, Texas is. Everyone should know where Port Arthur, Texas is. It's southeast Texas, right on the Gulf of Mexico. I grew up with the Gulf of Mexico in my backyard. Mm -hmm. uh, About 90 miles away from Houston. Okay. I'll usually just tell people I'm from outside of Houston. Did you have a boat? No, I didn't have a boat. So the golf no was not in your backyard. Okay. Way to split hairs. I don't I don't I don't like this interview. Um <laughs> Let's cancel it. Port Arthur. Where is it closest to? Big city it's closest to. I just told you Houston. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Houston. All right. Favorite movies and I'll do them by categories. Ready? Yes. Action movie. 300 Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's it. Listen, okay. 
I saw 300. 300 was the first R-rated movie I saw in theaters when I was like, <laughs> I was like 13 or whatever it was. Oh, that shows our age and if you can imagine like a 13-year-old boy watching 300, it was fucking awesome. Those were I was goals. like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole movie, I was just like, I was amazed. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've seen in my life. Now I've watched it in my adult life. Okay. And it's fucking trash. <laughs> I still think it's good. Not trash. It's fucking trash. It's horrible. Okay. I'm going to ask you your next movie. Yeah. Favorite sci-fi? Uh, Arrival. We have the same um, favorite sci-fi film. It is phenomenal. It's wonderful. It is. It's, um, I think you were telling me it freaked you out. I didn't understand what was happening through 90% of it. And then they reveal what's going on at the end. And I went, what the, what? <laughs> and you and I have talked multiple times about that sound that they used Blah. to Blah. <laughs> that I still get scares me. It's the, it's that filmmaker, is that director, uh, what's his name? Denis Villeneuve, I think is how you say his name. Every movie I've seen by him, Sicario, Arrival, and Blade Runner, uh, what was it, 20, whatever the fuck it was. The new The one. new Blade Runner. Yeah. He, he just has a way of making movies. Well, the dogs are making a guest appearance. I know. You, you hear some <laughs> background tap some dancing. Pitter-patter. Benji and Jane are supporting us. Yeah. Uh, every movie he's made has left me just like, I don't know, in in shock after not shock that's too extreme but you've said like a weird stomach feeling. it's a weird feeling that i have after his movies where i'm like i just like what did i just experience and i think about the movie for a long time after i've watched it most of these other ones movies over and i don't think about it again you know so yeah arrival and denis villeneuve favorite comedy Favorite comedy? Uh, I'll go with Friday. Of course you will. <laughs> That's racist. That was racist. And I won't have... Did you just snap too? I did snap. <laughs> I you said some racist shit and then you snapped. Listen, this is a safe space. All right, favorite romance movie? You have to have one. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Ugh. No, I don't have a favorite romance yeah, like, movie. Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball was fire. I loved that movie. It was. Omar good. Epps is so hot. But that was also racist that she was saying that was my favorite romance. <laughs> what else? That Stella was... got her groove back. Wow. You're just going to go through all your, <laughs> all your black romance movies, huh? What's next? All right. Next favorite movie and our last favorite movie, Drama. We talked about this. Does The Dark Knight count as a drama? I think it, uh, you know. Yeah, you said something else as the action, so yes, I will accept Dark Knight as your drama, the one that you've seen the most movie, you've seen it more than any other movie. I believe so, pretty sure. Okay, all right, why did you move to L.A.? Uh, really just opportunity. I was graduating, I was going into my last semester, about to graduate with my master's, and I wanted to go into personal training full-time, I was doing it on the side at the time. And I was looking at different major cities because I figured I could fare well in a major city where people were spending money on personal training. 
So I looked at, you know, of course, New York and Miami. Miami. Atlanta. And... You would have a disease in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they'll know. They'll get to know later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, man. Look, I hate condoms, bro. I fucking hate them. I hate condoms. I don't like condoms. They suck. They you take kids. all the feeling out of. They t- they remove all the passion. You kids these days, Tyler. You are. You have to one be safe. Wear protection. You have to know about the background of who the person that you're having sex with. Do they have anything? You have to start doing some First research. Of all, don't. <laughs> Don't you ever lecture me on doing research, first. Second, I don't want to hear it from you. You've been with one person, which is lovely. That's fine. Mm. But most of us don't have that luxury, okay? Most of us got to look around a little bit, which is what I'm in the process of doing. Yes, I'm trying to find Mrs. Look, Tyler Thomas. They should come with a, a file cabinet of a file cabinet of things that you need to look through and flip through. When was the last time you dated? <laughs> Chris and I went on our first date in 2005. I was 12. <laughs> I was 12 that year. I was 12 years You're old. You're such an asshole. I was 12. Next question. Oh, you moved Did out. Did I even oh, answer that no. question? You were in we Miami. We started talking about rubbers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so in Los Angeles, I called my best friend Cole to see how he was doing and also just kind of run the idea by him because we kind of... We have that kind of relationship where even when we don't speak for a while, when we do talk, we link right back up and we'll have usually been thinking about the same things at a distance. So called him to run the idea by him and he said, uh, I'm in L.A. And I went, what? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, and he came back. We met at a coffee shop and decided we were going to move to LA together in six months. That was January. We were we tried to move in, in June. Didn't quite work out like that because of, you know, different circumstances. But we moved in July. So yeah, I saved money for that six months and, you know, took a chance and here I am. Go tie. All right, let's talk about your experience and education. Probably the favorite thing that you like to talk about yourself more so. What? Everybody just lean back, get comfortable. (laughs) I was about to tell you the favorite things about himself. Not only does he not like to wear condoms as a young man in the city of Los Angeles. Hey, man, they suck. Okay. Okay, your education and experience. I need a better. Condoms haven't been advanced technologically speaking in like 50 years or whenever they came out there should be a better option by now for protecting yourself from STDs and pregnancy also speaking of my education and research there's a study on condoms versus pulling out oh my god there was <laughs> guess which one was more effective at preventing pregnancy really take take a wild guess well i'm i know by your tone that you're going to tell me <laughs> Pulling out, which is, I hate saying that. They're oh, I hate saying that. <laughs> I feel sick. What's wrong with pulling out? I feel sick. And you put it right on her stomach. Oh my <laughs> God. Can somebody please help me? Does anybody please? Actually, neither one. Trick question. Neither one's better. They're the same. 
Oh, really? They're okay. equally effective at preventing pregnancy, but one, of course, is uh, much better at preventing sexually transmitted diseases. All the things I learn. Oh, which one's better? Uh, I would assume the condoms. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not pulling out. I don't think that's when STDs are spread. <laughs> this is out of control. My protection is I just go, I just say, just not AIDS, God. Oh my God. And then I, then I, you know, do my thing. <laughs> that's a Patrice O'Neill joke. I want to get full credit. Okay, now what's your question? I asked you about your education, which now just oh, yeah. is gonna sound. Do I not seem educated now? <laughs> Uh, no, now our age difference shows, but your education is what, Tyler? I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. A lot of people don't know that. My first degree was in criminal justice. I was getting near. You're going to be a lawyer? I was going to be a lawyer. I was nearing graduation, and I, had al- I was already like two years, maybe three years deep into working out consistently, and one of the personal trainers at the university gym I would talk to all the time about different exercises and nutrition stuff and all that kind of stuff and he said why don't you do this you know I think you'd be good at the training thing and I said uh you didn't think about which one was the smarter decision then (laughs) I thought about which one was the smarter decision but looking back on it I think I made the right decision because Law is not an immediate, like, six-figure salary, especially anymore, because the amount of people graduating with law degrees every year is getting bigger and bigger, and there aren't enough law jobs to go around for everybody. So I probably would have ended up struggling quite a bit. What law job were you going to do? Were you going to be like a... Not criminal. Anything but criminal (laughs) law. Divorce lawyer? And that was the other thing. Why I didn't want to go into it was... I just felt like it was going to destroy me or mm-hmm. I was going to become a little bit of a sociopath, which you would have to be to deal with, one, the criminal element. You're seeing the darkest side of humanity a lot of the time. Yeah, like people that pull out <laughs> and go on <laughs> other people's stomachs. <laughs> oh, that's not my favorite place. <laughs> Keep going. The stomach. Please don't start Yo, talking you brought about it, it up. again. You brought it up. Okay. Um so, yeah, I, I'm glad that I chose personal training because I think I would have been miserable and I don't know if I would have been sleeping well at night <laughs> if I was even, like, going into civil law and mm-hmm. say I was a divorce lawyer and I had to put some poor brother on child support or some goofy shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, damn, this is fucked up. <laughs> that would be a good <laughs> response. Damn. Uh, so, yeah, I chose... You know, the yep. exercise science route. After a friend said, you should think about you doing You should this. maybe try. Yeah, so it was too late to change my major. I was in my, like, last semester when I decided that I wanted to go a different route. But I lucked out, and another university not far from my hometown, they let me into their master's exercise science program because my GPA was so high that they just... uh they didn't require me to take any entrance exams or write any papers. They were just like, oh, my God. I wish eye rolls could be heard. <laughs> I wish there was a loud... This young like the brother, this young arrival handsome. sound was an eye roll. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Maybe we can find a way to edit that in. That would be funny. That'd be a funny running gag. (laughs) Every time one of us rolls our eyes at the other person, we play the arrival alien sound. Do it. (laughs) It's a good sound for an eye roll. We're going to bring that back. All right, so you're in school. So I don't know. That's where you started. (laughs) That's where we still are. (laughs) So it's just, I don't know. From there, it's kind of downhill from there. I just uh, it's downhill. Yeah, been all just just we been, work together. It's been all bad since then, you know. <laughs> this personal training shit's not all it's cracked up to be. They tell you you're gonna get to wear joggers every day. <laughs> What's a jogger? Or sweat joggers, like sweatpants joggers, like they're now called you're joggers. Fifty-seven years old. They're called joggers. Okay, <laughs> everybody calls them joggers. They're pants. Okay. Track they pants. They tell you you get to. Uh, fine, we'll go with your example. They mm-hmm. tell you you get to wear track pants every day, but they don't tell you all about all the the hard part. <laughs> What's the hard part? You know, when somebody breaks up with the, you know, there's a breakup or a, or uh. It is so hard. And it's we we deal with it too. Yeah. You know. It is a lot. I had a client tell me. Recently, he said, "I don't have a therapist, but I got you." Yeah. And I was like, damn. And then you cry in your pillow at night. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I cry myself to sleep every night now, actually. <laughs> so you should have just become a lawyer. I should have just, I may as well have been a lawyer <laughs> at this point. <laughs> a divorce lawyer or a trainer. So you have, okay, so what's all of your education? I didn't get it all. Just okay. say that. Batch- <laughs> bachelor's in <laughs> criminal justice, master's in exercise science, certified strength conditioning specialist, and my favorite. My Bayesian bodybuilding certification. Bayesian. I'm going to spell that. Ready? Let's see. B-A-E-Y-S-I-A-N. Oh, I'm going to do it again. B-A-Y-S. Yeah. No. Shit. <laughs> Bayesian. Uh, pronounced another way, Bayesian. B A. Y E S I A N. There you go. Nailed it. Took three attempts, but you know, it's fine. Good job. What is your favorite food to eat? French fries. Really? Yes. That's not what you said before. I've heard you say something else over and over again. Oh, well, I that's mean. That's your favorite bad food. That's my favorite. Yeah. My, well, I don't know if my favorite food counts as a bad food or not. I don't think it does. It's my mother's gumbo mm-hmm. and nobody else's. Well, oh. Cole's gumbo is, is fire. And we're going to make a lot of money with his gumbo. You I'm telling Cole you right now. Thing. Me and Cole are going to take this fuck. I've, I just feel like the city's up for the taking and nobody's doing it. Lots of tap dancing. Lots of support <laughs> from the dogs. Uh, so Gumbo, french fries. My mom's fries. gumbo is my favorite food. Uh, french fries are my favorite bad food. Yeah. Okay. Any sweets? Do you like any dessert that's your favorite dessert? I like chocolate. Anything? Anything chocolate, pretty much. My my number one Reese's peanut butter cups. I had four yesterday. Gross. Them shits, but they're so rich. They are. There's. It's so much. All right. So then, what else do we want to know about you? I have a whole list of things. Uh, no. Favorite color? We can go there. Black. What's your sign? Capricorn. Oh, okay. Do you know anything about what that means? I think all that shit's stupid. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know anything about it. I think it's all fucking dumb. You're a Capricorn, and your favorite color is black. Yeah. And you like chocolate. <laughs> yep. That's, that's about it. That's really all you need to know about me. 
That's pretty much it. Favorite sport to watch? Oh, that's oh, that's tough. It's a good question. It's been, if you asked me this three months ago, I would have said basketball with zero hesitation. But I've been getting more and more into football this year. I don't know why. You have. I've been watching, like, I, I watched four hours of games front or highlights from the 90s last Sunday. Lawrence Taylor and Eric You're gonna Dickerson. Lose me. You're going to lose me real quick. <laughs> Those guys, they were so good. And football was just like, it's gladiator sports still. But back then, them boys was like, man, Ronnie Lott. No, Tyler, you can say anything. Ronnie Lott. Actually, here, Dallas Cowboys, 90s, Troy Aitman, Emmett Smith, Deion Sanders. There you go. No, you forgot Michael Irvin. Okay. Cocaine Cowboy. Yes. Cowboy. Ugh. <laughs> Cocaine Cowboy. Ronnie Lott lost his finger in the middle of a game and kept playing. What is your favorite sport to play? The fuck you laughing at? You can't say lifting. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. All right? I'm very so, athletic. Well, people don't know that you don't you didn't play team sports, right? Yes, I played team sports. What the fuck oh, are you yeah, about? you did. You did in high school. You played football. What else did you play? No. Oh, you don't, don't know, know shit you. about I don't know you at all. You don't know me at all. I'm sorry. I played football one year, and there was this big kid, right? And he pushed me down. And I, <laughs> and I smacked my head on the field real hard. <laughs> and my vision got blurry, and I went, nah. Nah, I'm good. 13-year-old <laughs> me was like, you know what? It's probably not good for my brain to be bouncing around off the floor. So I'm cool. Uh, basketball was always my favorite. Basketball. Why does? Ugh. I gotta get rid of this accent. No, I liked it. You go into it real hard when you start talking about where you're from. Yeah. Gumbo and your past. Gumbo. Yeah. Gets Basket real thick. I did it again. Basketball is my favorite sport to play. Basketball is your favorite sport. And I will to play. dunk on you. You can dunk. You're I five four. How do you dunk? <laughs> you fucking You need to teach me how to dunk. No good, motherfucker. I am not 5'4", okay? I am 5'5 five, five and 3 fourths. <laughs> you fucking You dunk. You're so disrespectful. I was able to touch the rim when I was like, when I was like 21. I'm going to the next question. Now I'll dunk on your ass. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. I love Christmas too. Favorite animal? Lion. Really? Yeah. That's so majestic my and beautiful. Too. What? No, I'm just kidding. It's not. My favorite's a horse. A horse? I love horse. I love horses. I love horse. <laughs> I love horse. Now who's the idiot? You big dummy. <laughs> I love horses too. They're great. I got to ride horses when we were running from Hurricane Rita. In 1759. <laughs> <laughs> we were running from Hurricane Rita and my godmother had a ranch her family had a ranch in Oklahoma and so we spent like two weeks living in a trailer riding horses and it was a blast that sounds like my whole childhood Soper Oklahoma Soper Soper S-O-P-E-R like mm -hmm. a population I don't even think the population was 50 people I love that story you're welcome 
Mm-hmm. You're interested, motherfucker. Uh, biggest celebrity crush. Oh, there's so many good ones. I bet I know. Here, take your headphones on off, and I bet I'm gonna say what it is, and you la la la. He's gonna say Beyonce. Can I put a mic on? First of all, just because I took my headphones off doesn't mean I couldn't hear you. <laughs> big idiot. <laughs> you big dummy. Second, yeah, probably Beyonce. I, I Since I was like nine years old, I've had a crush on Beyonce. She might be my first crush ever. Her, the pink Power Ranger. Topanga, really? Topanga. Oh, my God. Topanga. Chris was talking. That's where my white girl thing started. Yeah. It was with Topanga. She's not very white oh, either. Topanga. She's got thick lips. Yeah. And she, and everything else thick too, boy. I just. Topanga. What oh, a name Topanga. too. Topanga. That's going to be your daughter's future name. Topanga Thomas. Just did it. Bruh. Titus and, to, and Topanga. You like the TT. Yeah. I like the alliteration. All right. Next question. Or are we done? I think that's all I want to know about you. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm good. You're so trash. Oh my god. I don't have any more questions. I can't for believe you I got stuck with you. <laughs> I <sighs> think you're doing great. I love knowing all this about you. You're from Texas. I get it. You're very yeah. well educated. Yeah, yeah. You moved out here because you wanted to do training. Yeah. And get more business. You had to move to a city, and you didn't want. Um, any venereal diseases, so you came to Los Angeles. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. There are plenty of STDs everywhere. You're not going to just avoid them by, you know, they're everywhere. You just got to take a risk on love. French fries, gumbo, <laughs> the dark night, basketball, 5-4 yeah. dunker. I wow. got it all. I am not. <laughs> Four. Don't listen to her, okay? You ready to bust some myths? I'm 6'5 in my head. <laughs> you are. You are. All right. First myth that we get to bust. Episode one. Are you ready? I am. It's actually a question that we get quite often. Sure. I would like to have slimmer thighs and get rid of (laughs) this part. I have said this all of my life, especially when I was competing in bodybuilding. And even now when I'm running in, my inner thighs are chafing (laughs) because they're rubbing up against one another. Um. Yeah, every woman, I don't know if men do that. How do I get rid of this? And you grab, insert spot on body. Grab yeah. that spot. Yeah, men definitely do that. Just usually with their lower abdomen. This bit of fat right here I can't get rid of. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to grab my outer thighs and inner thighs. How do I get rid of it? I love your generic white girl impression. I've used it myself. Go ahead, Ty. Drop those criminal justice knowledge bombs <laughs> on how I get rid of it. Uh, you can't. What? What are you saying? So you can't spot reduce fat. Uh, it's so your genetics will dictate where you put fat on and lose it first and last. So unfortunately, usually that area that you want it gone the most is kind of usually the last place it'll go. Hmm. If it goes at all. The saddest thing. It's unfortunate. But so for men, that lower abdomen fat that's so hard to get rid of is also usually the first place that you start gaining fat and usually the last place it goes. That's why you will see older gentlemen who 
half, <laughs> uh, we'll call them uh, beer bellies. I've heard you say pot belly. Pot belly, beer is belly. Is it pot? Like P-O-T? Mm-hmm. Why is I've, it pot? I don't know. Because it looks like a pot. Or they eat things out of a large pot? I don't know. Okay. A big belly, and they got a skinny, they got skinny legs, skinny arms, skinny everywhere else, but they got this big pot belly. Yeah. Because they put weight on there first. So, you can't spot reduce fat. You can only lose fat. So, mm-hmm. just make sure your body fat percentage is going down consistently. And then, with enough consistency, enough time, you will lose spot. You. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm trying to pay attention. You will lose spot. You will lose fat in that spot eventually. Jesus. James, see spot. See <laughs> spot. Run. Okay. You heard it. Myth busted. No spot reduction. You can't grab a certain part and lose only there. I also know so many gimmicks have gotten so much money off. Remember the thigh master? You're too young. I remember, I remember thigh um, master. the thigh master and there's so many that ab machine that people mm-hmm. would sit in and do crunches um, mm-hmm. all the time. I remember my parents having this belt that they would strap on their stomachs that mm-hmm. electrocuted their abs mm-hmm. for contraction and still women going, oh, how do I listen? I want to lift this part of my butt. I want to get this. I want to. This needs to go. How do I get a bigger butt? How do I get a this? And generally speaking, I've learned from you, Tyler, and from years of experience, you need to get stronger and gain muscle all over. You need to lose fat all over. It's mm-hmm. just how it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And it is, we get to see our beautiful individual uniqueness in that sense that, yeah, I will have, my legs will always rub. My inner thighs will always rub. My friend Sarah or Kristen, Kristen. Her inner thighs probably won't always rub, and her butt will always be 15 inches higher than mine. In the best way. Gosh. I could look at her butt and go, how do I get that butt? I want that butt. And it will never happen. I will get my best butt. <laughs> you will get your best butt. Best yeah, that's butt. a good way to put it. You'll get yeah. your best how butt. How do I get my... Oh, I like that. That's going to be a new thing. How do I get my best back or my best... Inner mm-hmm. thighs. I think it's a good way to put it. I like that a lot. I saw an advertisement on TV while I was working out at the other gym that I work out at. And it was for that freezing thing where people freeze their fat sales. Oh, Have you yeah, seen yeah, this yeah. shit? Mm-hmm. And they had a woman <laughs> on there and she was fuck a black lady. She was fucking ripped. I'm talking about like stage on ready advert- on the <laughs> advertisement. She was ripped. She was jacked. She was really muscular. Mm-hmm. Like she was, I looked at her and I, I saw a person who obviously has been lifting weights for mm-hmm. a really long time. Mm-hmm. And maybe she did get the freezing thing done as well, but she also has been lifting weights for years, mm-hmm. most likely. So yeah, putting that woman up there and, and then saying, oh, you can look like this if you freeze your fat. No, you won't. Mm-mm. No, you won't. It takes a long time. It takes work. And that's okay. That's why it's worthwhile, I'd say. If you could do 30 crunches a day and have a six-pack, then it wouldn't be as valuable to you. It's true. Or anybody else. Man. I like must Preach. musting myths. <laughs> wow. I think it's time to close this thing out. I do, too. I think we're about I done. like busting myths. All right, Ty. 
That was a good first episode. That's it for us today. Thank you guys for listening to the Jock Talk podcast with Ty and Cricket. Mm-hmm. Jocks at heart. Bench, Bench warmers. warmers in reality. In reality. <laughs> <laughs> We're testing out a new catchphrase. We'll see how it goes. I like we'll it. We'll give it a few rounds and see how it goes. All right, folks. Peace. See you next time. <laughs>